Brothers and sisters, please, please pray for me that I say what the Lord has said. And I always need your prayers every day in every way. I'd like to look at Psalm 139 for a few minutes. I was thinking about this verse here recently, and or this chapter, I mean, and how how God knows us, knows us even better than we know ourselves. Sometimes we can deceive ourselves and not really understand what we're doing or where we're going, but the Lord always knows. And as long as we trust in Him and ask for His guidance, He will help us and He will guide us and He will take care of us. Psalm 139, beginning in verse 1. O Lord, Thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest my down-sitting and mine uprising. Thou understandest my thought afar off. Thou compassest my path and my lying down and art acquainted with all my ways. Excuse me. Just think about what he's saying. Lord, you've searched me and you know me. You know when I'm lying, you know my lying down, my rising up, and and you you know my thoughts afar off. You compassed about compassed my path and my lying down, you've circled it around, he's he's control of everything. You can pass my path, my lying down, and you're acquainted with all my ways. You know, that is a great comfort. Now, if I'm rebelling against God, that's a great fear. It should it should create a fear. But when I'm committed to the Lord to know that He loves me like that and know He knows me that well, that should bring comfort. For there is not a word in my tongue but lo, O Lord, Thou knowest it all together. I'm never going to say anything that he doesn't know. And I like this verse 5. Think about what he said here. Thou hast beset me behind and before and laid thine hand upon me. Beset me he's behind and before. To me, it's, it's like he's, he's put this block block here in front of my path. I can't go forward. Put one behind me. I can't go back. And he's laid his hand on me. What love. What love. All my decisions, all the things I do in my life are to be led by my Lord. His hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain unto it. And I don't understand it. I can't understand God's mercy and God's love. Most of all, when I think about my own life, I can't understand His patience and His forgiveness over and over and over again. He's been so good to me. Whither shall I go from thy spirit, or whither shall I flee from thy presence? Where could I go and get away from God? If I ascend up into heaven, 
they aren't there. Now we know that, of course. Everybody knows God's in heaven, but he's not just there, is he? If I make my bed in hell, in the grave, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me, and thy right hand shall hold me. We should take comfort in this. Not that we would ever want to flee from God, not that we ever want to forsake assembling and go out and do our own thing. This is not what he's talking about. This is talking about like Joseph. Joseph was taken away from his family. He didn't have anybody to take care of him, but he had God taking care of him. God was right there the whole time. I mean, he just when I think about Joseph, it just amazes me. God could have just went in there and took his people. I mean, he could have took care of his people. I think of Moses there. God could have went in and took his people out, but he used Moses in a big elaborate deal to get them out. But to get them in there to protection in Egypt uh, from the famine and everything, that's what the scriptures tell us. That's why they went. God could have took care of them over in Canaan and given them some food. That wasn't his plan. Think of all the, the all the intricate details that God worked out in so many different people's lives to bring about Joseph getting to the point of being second command in Egypt. You think about all the things he went through. His brothers, his brothers hated him, and they were th- they thought they were doing what they were doing in their minds an evil deed to Joseph. But God was using it. He had it all planned out. God took him down to Egypt as a slave because of his brothers. But God had something else in mind all from the beginning. God blessed Joseph. Through the work, through the work he was doing, God blessed his work. God blessed the household of, of the man that he was working for. God took care of him through the false accusations of the, of the lady that accused him. God took care of him through that. He could have been beheaded for that or whatever other type of of death that they would have put. Why wasn't he? God was there and had a plan. It it amazes me when I think about it. It just surely does. How many years was Joseph in Egypt? How many years was he in prison? Wasn't it? Ten or more, maybe longer. I don't remember the years, but it was this. This was over a long period of time in Joseph's life. We know how God works, in 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 the fact that He works on me, He works on you. He teaches us things we need to know through the trials we're going through. And the scriptures don't tell us much about Joseph, but we know by the other scriptures that how God works, that he was probably teaching Joseph things he needed through all those years too. But can you, we can't, I can't imagine it. Just think about this. Joseph, one, when he starts this day out, he's in the dungeon. He is a slave in prison. And before the day is over, he is second in command of the most powerful nation on earth. 
Only God can do things like that. Only God can do that. And he didn't quit working when he took care of Joseph or the apostles or any of the others. He still works today. He still has a plan. I know it's easy to get discouraged. Speaking personally, it's easy to get discouraged when you don't see God's plan working out. It's easy to get discouraged. I've done it. But then I have to be reminded, like Brother Tyler preached this morning, where is our faith? If everything was obvious and easy to see, it wouldn't be faith, would it? We don't understand what God's doing lots of times. We just don't understand it. We don't understand why. But that's why it takes faith. If we knew all about it, it wouldn't take any faith. God is so good to us, so merciful to us. We stop and look back on our lives. How many times has there been in our lives, if we're really honest with ourselves, how many times has there been, and I can't count them personally in mine, that how many times has there been that the Lord could have could have justly just picked up and left me? You know, I, that would have been I would have been getting my just desserts, but He didn't. So much the more I need to have patience and love with those that I deal with too. That I might be that example. That I might be a help to my brother or sister. I kind of got off track a little of that verse, didn't I? But it's, it just blesses my heart to think about. We're not going to go anywhere when, in verse 10, Even there shall thy hand lead me, and thy right hand shall hold me. When Joseph was in that dungeon, God was still taking care of him. Now, we, we look at it, we read about it here, and we can see all this. You know, Joseph, he didn't know what was going on. He had no clue what was going on at that time. Now, later on, after he was second in command and, and, and God was given the opportunity for his family to come over there into Egypt and him to take care of them, then he began to see what the dreams had been and then the purpose. But whenever he was in that dungeon, you can bet he didn't have a clue. And if I ever thought I had a reason to be discouraged, what do you think about Joseph? God is good. God is good. Verse 11, If I say, Surely the darkness shall cover me, even the night shall be light about me. Yea, the darkness hideth not from thee, but the night shineth as the day. The darkness and the light are both alike to thee. For thou hast possessed my reins, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. We have other scriptures that talk about God knowing, knowing what someone while they're still in the womb, calling from from the had a calling to their life even from the time when they were just babes. God has something for you and I to do today. That hasn't changed; still is. God knew us whenever we were. In our mother's womb. 
Verse 14, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect. Now think about this when you listen closely as we read this verse. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect. And in thy book all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. <laughs> God had it all figured out. Everything I'm going to do, ever will do, ever have done. And he knew all this and had this plan put together before I was created, before I was made. He, he, he knew... Let's look at that last part. Look at that verse again. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect. And in thy book all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. Before I existed, God saw me. He had my life figured out. All my members were written, and continuance were fashioned. He had it all figured out before I was even... Well, like, like they used to say before I was a gleam in my daddy's eye. <laughs> How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God. How great is the sum of them. Do we ever stop and think about all the things that God thinks about, about us? What he intends for us? We can't begin to comprehend them. As he said earlier, we can't comprehend them. But he says, How precious are thy thoughts unto me, O God! How great is the sum of them! If I should count them, there are more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with thee. What a wonderful blessing we have to have a Heavenly Father that thinks this much of us, that loves us this much. What do we do to deserve this? Nothing. Nothing at all. Surely thou wilt slay the wicked, verse 19. O God, depart from me, therefore, ye bloody men, for they speak against thee wickedly, and thine enemies take thy name in vain. You know, God knows the wicked too. He knew them before they were born too. Did it do him any good? Not in rebellion against God. Do not I hate them, verse 21. Do not I hate them, O Lord, that hate thee, and not I grieved with those that rise up against thee? Does it grieve us to see sin, abuse of our brothers or sisters by other brothers or sisters? Does that bother us? It should. I hate them with perfect hatred. I count them mine enemies. What did Paul say? Are you become, am I become your enemy? Because I tell you the truth. Verse 23. Search me, O God, and know my heart. 
do we pray this? I imagine most of us do. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. I want to be that open with my Lord because He already knows anyway. The only difference is is whether I'm willing to acknowledge what He already knows. If I want Him to search me and try me, He will. See if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. (coughs) Excuse me. When I truly want my Lord to search me and try me, He will search me and try me. And when I truly honest, with an honest and open heart, say, Lord, show me what I need to change in my life. He will show me. There's probably none of us that don't have some things, some places to grow, needs for change. He will show us. Not only will He show us what we need to do, He will lead us. He will help us. So blessed. We are so blessed. God is so good. Here a while back was, well, it was shortly after Samantha trusting the Lord and was baptized, and she was sitting beside me in church there at home, and and some well, some were up in front of the church building singing the special, and. Samantha was sitting there beside me and she was singing along with them and the song they were singing was God is so good to me so good to me yes he is good to me so good to me God is so good so good he's so good to me I tell you it blessed this old grandpa's heart to hear those words coming out of her mouth because she was singing from the heart too and like the scripture tells us over in is it James or Peter he says I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth that's my greatest joy I'm thankful when I see that and and it breaks my heart when I see going the other those that go the other direction but by God's grace as long as there is breath and life there is hope there is, there is hope Thank you, brothers and sisters, for letting me stand up here this evening and read a few words. And oh, ain't God good? Well, thank you, brother Gary, for those words. I appreciate it, and uh, hope we can remember to take those things to heart. He, he knows us, and. Uh, even he knows us even better than we know ourselves, doesn't he? Uh, that's one of the things we just have to be mindful of. You know, who are we that God is mindful of us? What the scripture says. So, thank you for those words, and uh, appreciate you coming and spending time with us. I know it's been out of the way for you to drive drive by us, but I'm so glad you came and spent time with us. It's a blessing to us as well. Well, 
Well, there's anything else to say tonight, we'll all stand to be dismissed.